0: Find a
1: location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
2: Hey, what's going on Bulls Nation? Welcome into the CHGO Bulls podcast coming to you live we are back in studio home sweet home so from our CHO studios back. west loop Wee. in chicago i'm pack you can follow me on twitter at bulls underscore pack join my guys big dave bam, bam. bwl sports Will the goat perfectly quaffed, Golly, Will underscore Golly. We are CCO underscore Bulls, rocking the producers' controls today. It's our good friend Sarah. What up, Sarah? I missed you guys. We missed you too. Yeah, the content too. Just it was, it was fantastic what you guys were doing. Thank you, that Sarah. whole Appreciate trip. Appreciate lo- it. No, the whole trip looked awesome. Thank you Just yeah. Come with us next time.
1: Thank yes, you. Can, can you tell more people that please. <laughs> yeah, I would love to.
0: Hey, Shirley's wonder's out early. How you doing, man? Oh, speaking of people we missed, missed him. Shirley's wonder, wonder hanging
2: out across the alley.
0: Oh. I can see the chain from here
2: shirtless sure, per usual oh how with the uh, <laughs> uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll get to some fun stuff on today's show Bulls just lost to the Cavs and their fourth summer league game we'll talk about that any highlights any down lights Um, lights? also wanted to touch on the in-game interview Bulls VP Arturus Karnaschovas did during their game Tuesday night Mm -hmm. Uh, continuity boys who's ready for more and uh, also Will, I know that this news well not news but uh, Bobby Marks tweet about it broke while you and Mark were doing an HQ yesterday wanted to continue to touch on a little bit of that Julian Phillips contract detail uh, four-year deal for the second round draft pick before we dive into today's game against the Cavs out in Vegas, just check in, wellness check, everybody okay? Dave, Will, have we recovered from our Vegas trip yet?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling great. Voice is about 92 You sound better. Sounded yeah. sound better. Thank you very Definitely much. Definitely sounding you. a
2: lot better than day two in Vegas. Yes. Oh, man. I'm, <laughs> I don't all like it
0: right. when you're not 100%. Yeah, man. It's like my superpower. I, I got to have my superpower. Batman a needs his man. utility belt. know, loud man can't exist without that, sir. I need that. I must fight quiet man. And he held me down for a second, but I'm back. Ninety-two percent is probably where I'm at right
2: now. Like you'll be at a hundred by the end of today's show. Yes. Well, I hope so. <laughs> Will, how awesome. you doing, buddy?
1: You know, I'm still recovering. Okay, I'm still recovering. Same. <laughs> it was it was good to be back it was good to do a remote show yesterday mm-hmm. gotta say it was good thank you for you and mark doing that show to yesterday yeah.
0: how are you feeling
2: yeah I, that, was, that was my next <laughs> like, that was the
0: next thing coming out of my mouth seriously my god
2: yeah, i'm i'm in rough shape <laughs> i mean <laughs> I, I got myself a goose ipa right now it's gonna uh, power me through but yeah, yeah man i came back from that vegas trip mm-hmm. full-on exhausted
0: mm. oh man well you deserve to rest he couldn't even get off the couch I walked up to him. He was just
1: sideways. This is the first <laughs> time I've been just, out of my bedroom. Yeah. Just joking. But
2: pretty much. five days in Vegas, man. It really yeah. takes it out of you. Yeah. yeah. Heat. That, Being dude, in the casinos,
1: freaking yeah. heat.
2: Yeah, what was the temperature? It
1: was like uh, somewhere hell. between 105 and 110. Hell, Jesus hell. Was every demais. day. I was listening to the broadcast of this game, and they were saying they were expecting record highs of 117 over the weekend. Yeah, so. let me tell you, we got out of there. Thank we you. We got out so just right. in time.
0: And then we avoided when the tornado hit, mm-hmm. uh, all that stuff in the airport looked. I don't know if you oh, saw yeah. pictures of that. Oh, yeah. But are, God, Yesterday, O'Hare had that, like, down
1: in the Dude, caution in place blockway. or whatever. Uh, yeah. Yes.
0: Dude, it was, no. I would have lost my mind, dog, uh, Coming back from Vegas and having to
1: deal with that. Nah, what a lost it, bro. And right when we yes, got off the plane, <laughs> we saw that there was that kind of creepy news about like a gunman in Caesar's Palace and there was like people oh, throwing, like throwing furniture, furniture out, out of it, his out window
2: from like the 30th floor or whatever. Well, luckily, I feel like I we just we got out of airport. there in the nick, yeah. nick of
0: time. Yeah, we left right on time.
2: I, you know what? I would uh, I would go so far as to say we did not get out of there in the nick of time. We stayed two days too long. That, <laughs> but, that, but that was the business trip as it was called for.
1: I'll, I'll rephrase. Had we stayed there any longer <laughs> <laughs> things five have days in
2: Vegas is just too damn many man <laughs> uh
1: but we had an awesome time uh, thank you all
2: out there in bulls nation who tuned into our content thank you uh did a bunch of fun shows from all over circle resort and mm-hmm. casino one more mm-hmm. shout out to them amazing hosts uh our home base throughout our summer league stay and um with that let us now move to they're still playing out there in the desert they are bless their hearts uh the bulls fell to the Cavs, 87 83 was the final this afternoon Pretty ugly affair. Uh, there were a few things I liked, but I guess <laughs> Slid we that one in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, my friend. Yeah, you are not no. Wrong.
2: I mean, let's call a spade a spade. <laughs> mm-hmm. This uh, these four games of summer league have been whew, hard to watch. Dalen Terry, Bulls summer league captain, mm-hmm. more or less. Uh, 27 minutes, 12 points on four of 13. I know you touched on Dalen's shooting woes in your episode yesterday with Mark Will. More of the same today, 0 of 4 from downtown for Dalen, who in one or maybe two of these games in Summer League has shown us some confidence and ability to knock down threes. Not today. Mm -hmm. And I I mean, at this point, when we keep asking ourselves uh, and our fellow Bulls fans, what does Dalen need to do to actually get minutes uh, and earn some trust from Billy Donovan next season? The the first thing on the list has got to be being a confident, reliable shooter. You know, we, we know he's not going to be asked to play point guard, which is good because his handles are a work in progress, to put it kindly. But, I mean, an, another poor shooting day from Dale and Terry. It's frustrating.
1: Mm. So I was doing the math yesterday after their third game. So I'm going to try to do some mental math here on the fly. Okay. While I pull up some stats. Mental math. So we'll see how this goes. But four of 13 yep. shooting today. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously not very good. Mm-hmm. He was 11 of 42. Prior to that. So 15 of 55. You can do the math on the percentage there from the field. And four, four of 14 prior to today, plus 0 for 4 today from three. So that's so four of 18. Four of 18
2: mm-hmm. from three mm-hmm. f- across all four Summer League games. Yeah, not great. <laughs> not
0: great. <laughs> Is that a toilet? Damn. I thought that I was, I thought it was a drum roll. <laughs> Ew, I thought it was a drum roll. I was waiting for it to hit. He's like, what? I was like, is it
2: going to hit? Is that happening? That <laughs> was a flushing sound of a toy. So that would be. I see.
1: All right, all right. 27% from the field, 22% from three. Ugh. Coming in hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yikes. Not great, see, red. Yeah. see red. Uh. See <laughs> red.
2: Oh, my goodness. Gary in the comments saying, Deal Terry, now the Bulls' 15th best player. Uh, I, we aren't even at a roster of 15 yet, are we? We'll talk about Julian Phillips' so. contract later on. But uh, Gary also said, can someone draw him a picture of the basket and show it to him? Mm. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, mean. I,
0: that's very me. Let me get in on this.
2: Yeah, please do. (laughs) Please do. Let's let's hear from the Dalen
0: Believer. Because, again, I've obviously watched the game much differently. I really do. I think I really do watch the game much differently. But I'm not going to argue facts. (laughs) That's all I'm not going to do. The shooting has not been good, and it's been trash. And the numbers back that up. When you're 20%, forget from three-point line, from field goal percentage, that's just not good at all. When I'm sitting there watching him, and I'm – I'm sitting there enjoying when he gets the ball and he's out in transition and he's creating like that. And I'm loving that. Every time I watch that, I love it. I like that he doesn't get down on himself. You know, when he missed the alley oop dunk <laughs> and I watched him go up, and I said, oh, damn. I promise I've seen that break players in the Summer League and they would just wouldn't do it again. Daylon, next possession, gets the steal top of the key, goes the length of the court, slams it with two hands. Like I like that I like that it doesn't affect him. I like the confidence that he continues to shoot it. The three-point shots in this one, I thought it was because he was tired. Because, you know, when you're shooting and everything is front of the rim, that usually means you don't have the legs. So that's how I looked at him when he was shooting those threes. Um, they were the right threes to tail. Of course, he missed them, he missed them. Like, can't debate that, can't argue none of that. But him getting those rebounds and starting to break and finding those guys I enjoyed, him breaking down the defense when he actually would cut and go to the basket and the defense would collapse on him and he would toss that out, a beautiful pass every time, with either inside or out, he was finding the open man and the ball would get to rotating to uh, other players and they would score that way i watched how he would set that up and i like those aspects of his game man like that's the stuff i started looking at because obviously it wasn't gonna be the shooting so those things i like and i enjoyed the leadership from him and that's what i liked about his game
1: i think a lot of times when you have these conversations about young players or guys that are struggling in general it's like oh this guy can't shoot this guy isn't good Mm -hmm. like I don't want to frame it that way. I think there are areas of his game that obviously need improvement, Mm -hmm. but I also think that there are things he can work on that will make life a lot easier on himself where right now it's just like really difficult for him to get any space. So, It's it's um,
0: because he can't create it.
1: Exactly. And I think the ball handling, we've talked about it a lot at this point, but like that's going to be the number one thing because you're right. Like when he has space, whether it's transition, whether it's coming off a screen, you can really see him. Like show off the things that he does do really well, which are passing, which are drawing help and kicking it out, Mm -hmm. which are finishing in transition, Um, even getting around guys like if he's got a guy trailing him, he's able to finish. Yeah, we saw that a couple times today, too. So um, the jump shot needs a lot of work. I don't necessarily expect him to like create offense for himself at the NBA level. He obviously needs to be able to shoot and make an open three. That's going to really change the way that defenses guard him, yeah. which is going to make it easier for him to do the driving. But like when he catches the ball and he starts to like drive, it's usually somebody cuts him off, and then he has to like do that little behind-the-back dribble mm-hmm. and then back out, and then the whole offense needs to reset. And when you do that at the NBA level, it's kind of like just not shooting a three or mm-hmm. dribbling into uh, a closeout and having to just reset the, the whole possession. So... I think that there are things he can do that will make him better. It's Mm. gonna, but he's a ways away. And I don't want to say that he'll never be able to do them because I think the things that he does do well indicate to me that like there is a player there. Yeah. It's just that he needs to do some of the work and I'm sure he's doing it, but he needs to get better at certain things that will help unlock those skills. Mm -hmm. Um, And right now it's just been a real struggle for him. Again, I don't want to like say he can never do this. I don't want to say he's right. just a trash player because I don't see it that way. 20% is 20%. Mm-hmm. He has not scored the ball well. Yeah. That's one element of the game. Mm-hmm. But there are things he can do that will really open the rest of his game up. And um, these are the situations you need to put him in to be able to yeah. to start to grow in those areas.
0: Yeah, and we get that opportunity to get in that those positions. It positions. He honestly always felt like the, the dirty work guy to me um, to a le- much lesser extent like a Draymond Green kind of guy. But... Just always doing the dirty work, like can do a little bit of everything. You know, a jack of all trains and a master of none, you know, kind of situation. That's how I always looked at him. And that's why I was like, oh, man, if he can master this aspect of it, then I know he could be right as far as the ball handling and the shooting. It hasn't happened in year two for him. Like, oh, my God, he didn't become a three-point shooter in two years. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, so I'm not giving up on dating at all. That's fine. If Bull Nation (laughs) wants to call him – oh, I saw somebody call him Marcus Teague. I'm like, God damn, Ouch. Y'all move fast. I'm <laughs> a I mean, swift out here. But that's okay. I'm completely all right with that, man, and that kind of reaction from Bulls fans. Same ones who told me Lowry was trash. Like, I'm okay with all of this. That's cool with me. But I, I still believe in Daylin. There's a lot of his game that I just really do like. But the shooting and the ball is glaring, and you
1: cannot be that bad, you know, at shooting life, those three-point shots. It makes life so much harder on him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, again, I'm not going to, like, sit here and say he's never going to be good, but there are key areas of weakness that he needs to work on that I really think will help him. And maybe Mm -hmm. he gets there, maybe he doesn't, but I'm kind of with you at this point. Like, you know, Adam Spinella, remember we last year at the draft, we had him come on and give his analysis of the pick, Coach Spins, Mm -hmm, the box one. He came on and said, Dylan's probably never going to average double figures. I remember. And, like, I don't think that's changed. That's not the role he's asked to do. It's not what got him drafted. Mm -hmm. Nope. Would it be great to see him dominate summer league the way that other second-year players have? Of course. Sure. But I don't think that, you know, prevents him from being able to be impactful in other areas. Mm -hmm. We've seen that happen. Yeah. It just may not be in the way that, you know, this guy scored 25 points on 15 shots. Right. Uh, we got at least one other
2: Dalen believer still along with you, Dave, hanging out in the comments. Freddie saying, "DT will be all right. Just needs to keep grinding low key. He's a baller." That is about the lowest key version of a baller <laughs> that I am aware of. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> just, just based on current evidence, there's, there's no you know, there's no slight uh, intended. There's, yeah, going, we, we know what ballers are. Twenty You talking about NBA ballers?
0: <laughs> Low-key, is it? Yeah, 20% is 20%. Bro. Yeah. Like, I, nobody's uh, debating or arguing that.
2: Evan in the comments said, Dalen ain't it. <laughs> Dalen looks worse <laughs> than uh, JFL, Phillips, and hmm. Um on, on that note, let, let's talk about a bright spot from not only today's game, sure. but I also uh, certainly uh, believe in their third game on Tuesday night, Julian Phillips, yeah. who sat out game one because of the contract thing, mm-hmm. played game two while we were out there in Vegas watching him and looked mm-hmm nervous tentative flat out bad Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. game three looked confident when he would get those catch and shoot opportunities especially Mm -hmm. from the corner Mm -hmm. knocked down some threes and was very active on the glass Mm -hmm. and then today you saw maybe not the the knockdown three-point shooting as much um, and only had two rebounds, but still just very active. Mm-hmm. What I liked about him today, he got to the free throw line five times. Yeah. If yeah. you are flying around, getting active, making things happen in the paint, attacking the offensive glass, that is one way to get to the free throw line. I like that from Phillips today, who had 12 points on four of 10. Mm. I got no complaints from his game today, and I really liked his game Tuesday.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh no. I mean, I was told he was trash, though, when he got drafted. That's what I was told by a lot of people out there. What are they drafting them for? They're just stupid. They can't play. They got enough to You can't do anything. That's what I heard. I'm just telling you what I heard. Both fans who
2: saw his three-point percentage at Mm -hmm. Tennessee Mm -hmm. had a fair complaint. Yeah. If what they wanted was more shooting Mm -hmm. on this team and addressing Mm -hmm. uh, your needs via the draft before free agency, not finding a shooter. Sure. But maybe – that's just what he shot in college? and Like, like I said. the fo- It's not just that he knocked down the threes. I thought his form yes. looked like something that could
0: be a reliable three-point stroke Correct. in the NBA. Correct. No, I'm just talking about the immediate overreaction is what I'm talking Before anybody knew anything about him and Bull. didn't do anything, any research on him or find out Bulls who fans? he is. Yeah, that's all I'm talking Immediately about. Immediately overreacting yeah, You know, things? It's a new thing. They just started this year. <laughs> they just started this year. But now, now I'm just laughing because now it's like, start him over daily. Give him, give him Taylor's minutes now Like that's all it took Was two summer league games That's it And we on this That's cool But yes Julian Phillips looked Really really good um, I love the way He is always around the basket Always When that ball goes up He's in the paint Like that's what's happening And he's scheming on it He had my favorite player The whole game When my man uh, Nate Darling A.K.A. I call him Natty Ice now That's why I call him now Natty Natty Ice Ice. He's on his way to Natty Legend He's on his way He's on his way But he's Natty Ice No actually no no I'm gonna call him Natty Light Natty That's Light. what we're gonna do, Natty Light,
2: dude. Natty Ice is way yet. more intimidating of a it nickname. Is. It is for an athlete because Natty Light Mm-mm. is like, dude, you can feed a baby Natty Light instead yeah. of you know, please baby don't formula. feed a baby Natty
0: Light, Matt. It's, the same, a natty it's the same
2: thing as baby please formula. Please don't feed a
0: baby Natty Light. Whereas Natty Ice, Ice has a little extra punch <laughs> to it. You so know? Ice, you not giving a baby, but Natty Light, you're giving a baby. Oh my God, get this man away from children, please. Oh. <laughs> hey, I got great references. Okay.
2: <laughs> Ask my sister how safe I kept my nieces for an entire wow, they, week.
0: They're sleeping so <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, they're sleeping because I gave them some natty ice. Gave <laughs> them some Matt juice. Uncle Matt Hughes. That is a joke.
0: These are the jokes. I've never fed These are any jokes. human baby's exactly. alcohol. He's never done it. <laughs> but, but the play, uh, will, like he, he takes the shot. It goes up, and you watch Phillips coming in from the baseline, and he creates a 50-50 ball because he goes up and he tips it and he creates it and which allows Sonogo to uh, get the ball, get the rebound and secure it, kick it back out to Darling for another three. That was cash money. That's the kind of stuff that gets you on the floor. Those are winning plays. That's winning basketball stuff. You saw a little bit more of his athleticism um, in this game as well, man. Him getting to the cup, him getting to the bucket. The defense is definitely there. My God, the length is crazy on on him. Like, those passes, uh, they were trying to get out to the top of the key. He would get his hand in on several of those. So, I enjoyed watching him play, man. Like, I I watch him now – in summer league just more for the iq stuff because i know what you could do defensively obviously the three-point shooting and things like that but i watch him like what's going to get you on the floor and those kind of plays that i just mentioned is stuff that's going to get you on the floor on any team like that so i like i like what i saw about phillips in these in these two games man i'm glad he's showing um, bulls fans that yeah dude I, I can play
1: yeah he just has a good nose for the ball he had a couple of steals one pass away just top of the key um on like a lazy side to side pass mm-hmm. run out um he had another a play offensive putback like maybe the next possession or two possessions after that where he scored himself on a putback um i'm with you that like you know there's there's obviously like a couple of skills there that are really intriguing mm. i also think you know matt you and i talked to him after the first game that he played he's a really quiet timid yeah. kid yeah. and mm-hmm. i think he's going to it's going to take some time for him to build up some confidence in his game but those are the kinds of plays that are like Oh, that's like a great thing that he did that he can point to and be like, yeah, I'm I'm able to play at this level. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really love to see that. Um, I think the shooting is gonna take some time. We saw him go three for three, we saw him go oh for four. Mm. Obviously the average is gonna be somewhere in the middle, but like if you're playing in a primarily spot up shooting role at the NBA level, you wanna be able to like hit one or two from four or five every mm-hmm. game, not like go 100% one game and 0% the next. Yeah, I think yeah. that consistency is gonna take some time I think he's clearly shown that he's better than the 24-whatever percent he shot Mm -hmm. in college and that there's certainly um, room for, you know, legit development there. So I really like what we've seen seen from him. I think he needs to just read and understand the game Mm. better, but you could even see the progress of, like, him and his awareness Mm -hmm. of just, like, not being so overwhelmed by the speed of the game, the physicality of the game around him from game to game. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's going to keep getting better and better, but... Again, we talk about the overreactions. We talk about lack of patience. Like Mm -hmm. it's gonna be some time for him. He's a second-round pick. He's got his guaranteed money, which is great. He's gonna Mm -hmm. be around. But I think, you know, the Bulls don't have that young player that's gonna turn into, you know, Lamella Ball or Tyrese Halliburton Mm -hmm. or, you know, one of these guys that just like immediate impact at like an all-star level. Mm -hmm. They just don't have that guy, and that's okay. You can still develop into something. You can still have an impact on a game without necessarily needing to be like franchise cornerstone material mm-hmm. it's just gonna take some more time yeah uh, I, no i just want
0: to say quinn they don't have a lot of guys like him on the team just those long athletic guys like who who like showing you know what i'm saying their athleticism on a constant basis like so that kind of activity along with like you said working on the iq and his awareness and things like that will get him on the floor hopefully
2: uh, before we take our quick, uh, our first break, 23OSOC with a super chat in the comments. Thank you. Saying, shooting and dribbling are important in basketball. I assume we're mm-hmm. talking about Dalen again. Mm-hmm. Acme needs to draft players, not traits. Mm-hmm. If you can't shoot, why are you in the NBA? Okay. That's right, also, Draymond
0: Green. Why are you in the NBA and you can't shoot? Get out
2: of my head, <laughs> yeah, Dave. That is the first played? name that came to mind. You know, Hall of Famer, first
1: trash. ballot, Draymond Green. It just depends on, like the team around you. Right, exactly. Draymond's going to struggle in a role where he has to be primary scorer. When Alex Caruso
2: hits threes, we're surprised. It's a nice (laughs) bonus from what we expect from him. It's not what he does. First team all defense. Yeah. That is a valuable piece to have on your basketball team. But as you just said, Will, it's about how the other pieces are built around you which is why it's a fair gripe when you talk about AK and Eversley clearly seem to have a type mm-hmm. when they are targeting people in the draft specifically. Mm-hmm. Patrick Williams, although credit to him, he has developed that three-point shot. Daylon Terry last year, mm-hmm. Julian Phillips again this year, maybe he is developing a three-point shot. Io. But Io, the, yeah, you know, I.O. Drafting Daylon, who clearly was not a immediate, hey, this guy can make threes for us mm-hmm. in last year's draft, is a valid frustration for Bulls fans to have when it's like, not necessarily to say you're, you need to draft for need, but did they pass up on some guys who could shoot that went later than Daylon in last mm-hmm. year's draft that got minutes for their
1: teams? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Well, I think so far it's just been this bet on being able to develop shooting and it just mm-hmm. hasn't worked sure. across the board. And so like I think this coach. guy, Peter Patton, who's coming in to be the director of player development, yeah. That is going to be key. The fact that they didn't do that before, you know, it's similar to like signing Goran Dragic and Andre Drummond at the off season is your your only things. It's like they should have had this current off season last year, right? Like Mm -hmm. we, Mm -hmm. we kind of are late to the party on that. It's the same thing with the shooting. And now we've gone a full year of Dalen's career without really being able to help him develop his shooting. Right. Correct. They, if they're going to make this bet, they need to invest every damn resource that they can find into teaching these guys how to shoot because you can't teach the athleticism that Julian Phillips has. He right. has a 43 inch vertical. You're, right. just, you're not gonna find guys like that. So, mm-hmm. okay, if that's what you wanna prioritize, if that's what you wanna roll with, fine. But the skill part has to be developed. It has mm-hmm. to be prioritized mm-hmm. once you get to the NBA level. Um, they just haven't really been able to do that. So mm-hmm. this this is gonna be, I think, a really important year for all the young guys, not just Julian, not mm-hmm. just Daylen, uh, with this new developmental program that they're trying to implement here to just teach these guys how to shoot and not just like do the Patrick thing. Again, I've said this a million times on the show. Patrick can shoot, mm-hmm. right? He's developed into a guy who can pull the trigger. Definitely. He turns some down. Uh, he did shoot, uh, I think like almost four threes a game, yeah. shot it over 40%. Like that's fantastic. But he's still turning uh, threes down. Yeah. He's passing out of them. He's stepping backwards onto the line and, and stepping out of bounds or turning the ball over or resetting the offense, whatever it is. They need guys who are shooters, not just guys who can shoot. And I don't know that you can develop guys who are non-shooters into guys who can shoot into mm. guys that are shooters. Mm. I'm not sure if that, that trajectory is possible, but I mean, they, they need to invest every resource they can because mm. it seems like this philosophy of drafting these toolsy wings is not going anywhere.
0: Mm. Toolsy. Tools-y.
2: Toolsy. I like that Tools-y. one. Let's take our first break. We come back. We'll dive into some interesting words from Bulls VP Arturus Karnaschovas during his in-game interview uh, of the Bulls Tuesday night summer league game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we will also touch a bit more on Phillip's new contract details after that. While we are sharing these words from our friends and sponsors to us a quick simple favor. Our producer Sarah just told you so in the comments from the CHGO sports account hit that thumbs up button. It's quick. It's easy. It takes you half a second and it helps us out a lot. We appreciate it. Also if you aren't already hit that subscribe button so you make sure you get alerts every time we go live here at chgo bulls it's the little one that looks like a bell hit the bell button as well as the (laughs) thumbs
0: up button uh big dave who's first uh holler that baby joey baby joe yeah i just wanted to make sure he was okay you know what I mean? Did like, he survive his uh, time in Vegas? Oh, yeah, he always survives. You know, that's how he always. <laughs> always. You survive. know, even when he wasn't here on Earth, he was still surviving Vegas. It's impressive. <laughs> it's impressive. It's impressive. It's impressive. But you know, I, did, I hit him up. I was like, Yo, do you know, was your flight out? Because last I flew in on a private jet with Wimby, is what he told me last time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, How did you fly out this time? He said, No, he road tripped it with uh, Anthony Kiedis, uh, Jenna Ortega, and Flea. Wow. i it out with those people. So wow. Just an eclectic bunch. Is he joining the Chili Peppers? I'm, he, he wouldn't tell me. He would just literally show up, you know, like, yeah, I got a song credit on that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? You talk? Wait, what? You play bass? <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you ain't do? Fascinating character. But he said what they were writing. Some was not in his eyes. Why? Why weren't they in his eyes? Because he understood. He understood! But sometimes, they don't understand. And a lot of times, they never understood Ever. They don't get it. Why? Why are these glasses so expensive? Why you got to pay so much money to look awesome? Huh? Nobody gets it. You know who else don't get it? Shady Rays. They don't understand, so they did something about it. That independent sunglasses company offers that world-class product just as good as any expensive pair you ever put on your face. The durable frames, the extremely clear optics for your outdoor. And as this man, who has gotten himself back in here and is fitting a little bit better is about to prove your indoor adventures. Oh, look at him. Look at this man. And also, the Matt Peck lost and broken replacements plan. Oh, there it is. Oh, We didn't see one of those the entire time in Vegas. I didn't
2: want to hit a stranger on the streets of Vegas with Smart my hat.
0: Man. Smart man, I appreciate also you. Also, didn't care. want to lose a hat in Vegas. Well, <laughs> I think it's more that. <laughs> it's for sure the second one. But let's say those glasses are on that hat. They would break. They would throw Ooh. them into the wall. They would go in half and that would not be happy. But... He puts those in a package, stems them right on back to Shady Ray's. Guess what? Right back on his face. Free pair. No questions asked. Replacement. And let's say you was looking at the goat out in Vegas, and you said them glasses on his face. I want them on my face. Mm. I can look that awesome and cool. Mm. And as soon as you put them on your face, you said, I've made a huge mistake because I cannot look that awesome and cool. I cannot be the Nobody
2: can look as awesome and cool as the GOAT
1: at Stadium Swim. Can't do it. It's impossible. Not a thing you can do. Never going to live that down. (laughs) (laughs) And I I didn't even do anything. I was just standing there watching TV. (laughs)
0: He's so upset. And you looked (laughs) majestically wonderful. You you did look like you were modeling. And And I was was like, well,
2: Here's a great opportunity to give Shady Rays a shout out. Look at this She's handsome not man. not his thing.
0: He's, he doesn't want to give off all that. He's like, oh, it's about the quaffness. Mm-hmm. He's humble. That's what he's about. Humble. Very humble individual. But also, he likes nothing. <laughs> so it's That's so true. I hate everything. He hates everything, man. But let's say your glasses are on him, you want to get your own pair and look like yourself. Send that pair back to Shady Rays. You'll get yourself a brand new pair that fits you as long as you do it within 30 days. It'd be free with no questions asked. So, excuse me for the listening out there. Shady Rays is giving you the best deal of the season. Go to shadyrays.com. Use the promo code CHGO for 50% off of two plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Try it for yourself. Oh, that feels good. It's back. True. Yes. The shades that are rated five stars for over 250,000 people. Because the Shady Rays, well, the Rays are, oh, so shady. You know what you do? You should watch Sarah when I'm doing that ad. Because mm-hmm. she's just waiting on me to say Shady Rays just so she can hit the button and put Shady <laughs> Rays
1: at the bottom. She's it's just all looking at me like, calculated. When's he going to say it? When's he going to say it? Say Ew. it!
0: <laughs> there it
2: is. Anywhere from 45 to 85 second lead in.
1: <laughs> no, honest exactly. to God, yeah. Before
2: he exactly says right. the words Shady exactly Rays right. for the first time.
1: It's
0: all timed. Hey, wonderful throw. That's a I didn't
2: want to catch a, a brim to the face, but mm-hmm. I almost just let that finish its flight path to see if it landed on my head. Damn. It was a good toss, Lawrence. Uh, you know who else offers good tosses in the ways of cost and energy savings? Segway pick. Who Got that? it! Oh. Their energy efficiency program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower those pesky energy bills mm-hmm. now and into the future Whew. comet offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial industrial and public sector mm-hmm. customers of all sizes across their great territory comet also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy saving opportunities like for hvac systems commercial kitchen equipment and industrial processes
1: mm-hmm. now goat you're properly wondering <laughs> <laughs> what's the rest of that i forgot <laughs> you were I'm right one right there what was that one you were probably you thinking to yourself gee that sounds great but how does it work how does it work thank you for reminding me
2: <laughs> I'll tell you Peck. Back- <laughs> An authorized engineer works with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and your needs, because I know you got both. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Then, within three to four weeks, customers receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects they can start working on right away. Each recommendation includes estimated energy savings, cost savings, mm-hmm. money in your pocket, project cost, potential incentives, and simple payback plans. If you own a business, one, kudos, that's dope, too. do mm-hmm. don't wait! Mm-mm. Start saving money and energy today mm-hmm. how do you do that for energy saving tips lighting incentives or to schedule your free facility assessment go to comad.com slash poweringbiz that comment.com slash powering biz <laughs> that's right comad.com slash poweringbiz biz b-i-z biz schedule your appointment today i know herb's got his appointment schedule right herb
0: hey <laughs> Lush. Oh man, y'all are ridiculous It's nice to be back home It is Back home in the studio It is nice to be home All these cheerful Sean's CHO hey, Sean. people you guys go? Oh man, I'll tell you all about it Satan's Summer butthole, <laughs> a.k.a. Las Vegas Thank you, sir Your beard looks amazing, by the way You see the beard on, Sean? Look at that Thank you, sir That beard is something else I think is nice With the chain blinking I like this This is alright Sean has a beard? <laughs> you are out of it i didn't I, I didn't know i
2: didn't even see him you are truly i out mean of i it saw so. i said hello to him right when he walked in today just briefly so you I,
0: did see him and you still didn't recognize he had a beard on his face yeah you're <sighs> dude, done you're done man you're dude, done it's not even a shadow either oh, like it's a full now I beard see it. that is glorious it's not even a shadow beard it's a full thing did you grow that while we were gone <laughs> it's impressive sir Two weeks. Two, yeah, it two uh, checks out. Now. I've been gone for two weeks. There you go. And I think you're still gone right now. But We're going to bring you back because <laughs> we've got more things to I'm discuss. I'm making my way back,
2: go slowly. Uh, all right. Some of y'all may have caught this if you were watching the Bulls uh, Summer League game against the Kings on Tuesday night. In case you didn't, we'll give you the highlights. Bulls VP Arturis Karnashovas sat in one of those uh, like awkward picture-in-picture <laughs> sideline interviews with the NBA broadcast uh, on ESPN2 during the Bulls broadcast uh, Tuesday night while they were playing. Um, couple of quotes that i wanted to touch on as he was answering questions about the bulls their offseason moves coming out of last season looking ahead to next one Mm -hmm. he had an answer talking about the moves that they've made and keeping this core together as opposed to splitting up zach damar vooch but uh he, he he said this all right uh quote we just tried to add to that group i think the parody in the league is obvious we lost a lot of close games last year. So we added a couple of guys, and hopefully the parity in the league will help us compete in every game. Okay. Uh, you may not be surprised to hear that that quote drives me crazy.
0: Why does it drive you crazy, Matt?
2: Because he's trying to – it sounds like he's trying to bank on the parity in the league mm-hmm. being something that is to the Bulls' advantage. Mm. Mm. How can that be to your advantage mm. if it is the parody across the entire league? Mm. What I mean, <laughs> what, what what are you talking about?
0: Who are you talking to?
2: I just I mean, did you guys interpret that differently? Did that did that make sense to you the way that he talked about the parody in the league being something that's going to be like working in the Bulls' favor
0: by keeping the core together and adding a couple complementary pieces? I guess I guess he's saying. Well, this is just me. Uh, assuming things right now but I guess he's saying since you know we the games were so close last year since we improved and and since the league said you know at that parity at that point and we were still close now that we improved and gotten better we should be able to compete with that now like that's how I, I'm assuming that's how he meant that it don't sound right <laughs> at all and I understand why people are frustrated with it so I'm not going to sit and de- uh, defend it uh, like that but that's kind of how I'm assuming that he meant that. But, again, he, the man's not good at, you know, speaking words like that.
1: Yeah, but, okay, so I, I've i been feeling that way too, Dave, of, like, we probably shouldn't just, like, kill Arturis. It's not – English is not his first language. Um, you know, like, I think, obviously, he's struggled to get a message across to fans in a way that's, like, optimism building. Mm-hmm. And But that's, like, that's part of the job too. Yeah. And I think the fact that he really hasn't yeah. been able to communicate – the plan he hasn't been able to communicate to the fans like legitimately why the team should be like improving i i don't know i just i think that is part of his responsibility as the head decision maker yeah. to be able to you know synthesize what they're trying to do and why they feel they'll be better now did they add talent that's going to make them better i believe so yeah but also like you can't just bank on because there's no like you know, Warriors and Cavs that's gonna be in the finals four straight years. Mm-hmm. Because there isn't one of those teams, like, it's okay for us to not try to improve. Right, right. I right. think had he said something like this last year, it would have been really like bizarre and infuriating. Mm-hmm. But this year it's like, well he did try to make some moves. I think he accomplished what honestly I believe was like probably one of the best possible outcomes given what financial limitations that they impose on themselves, right? They don't need to not go into the tax. They just choose not to. Mm -hmm. So given that reality, for them to go get guys that I I thought were out of their price range against, you know, outbidding other teams that I thought that those guys, all things being equal, would rather go to, considering they're more competitive than the Bulls, I thought they did a really good job. Mm -hmm. But to sort of say, well, there's nobody else that's really that impressive around the rest of the league, so we should be fine. I just think, like, that's kind of not the way that you should look at your team. I agree with um, that. <laughs> and I think we'll talk about it in this next quote here, but, like, to me, if you are... So, I think Bulls fans think about the Bulls like this glamour market. Obviously, it's, like, the third biggest media market in the league, glamour. but, like, I don't think the Bulls think of themselves as, like, an L.A., Miami, a New York, right? Mm. And so they're not going out there to try to, like win the battle for free agents all the time. Right, right. I think that's a mistake. I think they should be trying to do that. Yeah, agree. But also, even beyond like, what do we do to deserve this? Mm -hmm. It's like, if you are a big team in a big city, you have that working to your advantage. You need to sell that as a reason why you can go get big free agents. Um, You need to use that like financial advantage that you have in one of those markets to be able to invest resources mm-hmm. on the developmental staff, mm-hmm. in the front office. I think for them to not constantly be thinking like, how are we gonna get our way to the top? Mm-hmm. I just think that's like a, a real missed opportunity. You see teams like the Lakers, like the Heat, who are never thinking of themselves as anything less than a finals contender. Yeah. And like, if that's your mentality about yourself, if that's your perception of yourself, you're gonna be taking action to try to get to that point. True. And I just don't think the Bulls view themselves that way. Um, And that's why, like, this next quote of wanting to be a tough out is, like, again, I I don't want to kill him for, like, not saying necessarily the right thing. Mm. But being a tough out is explicitly saying you don't care if you don't win. You just want to have competitive losses. Mm. And, like, that is just simply not okay. Mm. I mean, if you are a basketball team or any sports team, your goal should not be to lose competitively. It should Mm. be to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I mean... In just a little bit of his defense, maybe
2: that's what he was trying to say when he said we lost a lot of close games last year.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's him trying to argue, well, you know, we're right there. Mm-hmm. Or last year, we were right there. We lost a lot of close games that if we win the majority of those close games instead of losing them, we're not, you know, 10th and in the play-in. We're somewhere closer to being the sixth seed that we were last year, which, again, if if that... if As a Bulls fan, that is not good enough for you either, then that's a separate conversation. Mm-hmm. But he's saying... We lost a lot of close games. We could have won those. And we kept this core and added to it. Mm -hmm. And look, I think at least for the most part, the three of us are on the same page in that Torrey Craig and Javon Carter will make this team better. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Will make this team better. How much better is the question? And did AK do enough is the question. Um, You mentioned that uh, that other thing he said about – what they managed to prove Mm -hmm. last year will Sarah if you want to put that other quote up now we can get to that one Mm -hmm. talking about what else of course that post all-star break record that they're so proud of uh we proved last season our record after the all-star game 14 and 9 that we had a very good record against good teams last year we just needed to be more consistent Chicago we always want every game to be a tough out as you were saying will like kind of lose your mentality stuff maybe it's just AK not having the Exactly perfect phrase that he meant to Honestly, use there. That's
0: that's what I looked at because, for real, that sounds like something Tibbs was saying about every game they would play. You know what I mean? Like, I want to play hard every game. I want to be tough for these teams yeah. every game. And, again, and I'm that's, that's kind of how I looked at that.
1: I don't want to crush him for semantics because I don't think that's fair. But I do think that, to me, that indicates this mentality that, A championship is not maybe it's like setting the expectation lower Mm -hmm. maybe it's just like not picking the right words but i just think you should be your ultimate goal should be trying to win the championship that's what mine would be if i was in that job obviously only one team can win it every year and so like the idea that it's championship or bust that if you don't win a title you're a failure i think that is overstated and i think it's kind of unfair but the goal should still be should to try be, to win yeah sure i think those two things are like not the
0: same but I, and i now this is probably a deeper conversation to say this but you wonder if everybody was on that same page you know what i mean that is in that front office well, is clearly everybody not. on the same this, page this kind of, my point. of winning a championship even if he is in that mentality of that the reason like when you bring up those teams like the lakers and the miami heat and even the celtics everybody's on one accord though Everybody, that person handing out the money to the person that is selling the drinks, it's still on one accord, you know what I mean, in that front office. Everybody wants to do that. Is it, the, is it like that here? That's probably a bigger conversation, you know what I'm saying, than this right here. But I think that point is valid to, to be brought up, especially when you're the guy running the team, because regardless of that fact, you're still the face of the team. So you're the person out there delivering the message. Whatever it is, whatever mixed it is, you know, if you're delivering the message to the fans, it should still be, dude, no, we're trying to win. Like, that's the whole point of this.
1: Yeah, and I think, again, I'm, like, doing what I say I'm not going to be doing, which is arguing the semantics here. <laughs> but, like, to me, it's, like, instead of just saying, look, we were 14-9 and nine after the All-Star break. We're actually a good team that just, like, got unlucky in some close games. Mm-hmm. We didn't win. We didn't accomplish our goal. But we feel like we're taking steps to get there, and there is to be contending for a championship. Right. That's, the, that's where we want to be, mm-hmm. and we are taking moves to get there. Right. That's all you need to say that would, I think, satisfy a lot of fans. I agree. Which is just as simple as saying, like, we weren't good enough, but we're trying to get there, and we're doing everything that we can to try to improve to that level. And mm-hmm. that level is to compete for titles. Mm-hmm that's all it is mm-hmm. you don't have to just say like we're trying to be a tough out in the playing tournament mm-hmm. you know i just think that that's setting up fans for disappointment even before anything happens because you're admitting that you're just not trying to win at a mm-hmm. high level
2: uh shyrak bobby in the comments i almost forgot they lost to horrendous teams last year rockets spurs pacers wizards magic hornets swept by the thunder <laughs> Factually correct across the board. There, may, you may have even missed one or two. And the Bulls and had so many bad losses last tons. year. Don't forget Minnesota. To like pull your hair out losses. <laughs> and then so when AK says something like he did in that interview on Tuesday, I'm like, well, we beat a lot of really good teams last year. Yeah, but you also lost to a bunch of stinkers. Mm-hmm. So you can't hang your hat on good wins over quality opponents if you ended as a 10th seed because you couldn't
1: beat the junk teams. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't do that. Can't do it. I also think if can you put that comment back up, Sarah, uh, about yeah. like the teams that they yeah, uh, so the Rockets, the Spurs, the Pacers, the Wizards, the Magic, the Hornets, the Thunder. Which of those teams is going to be worse next year? Mm-hmm. None of them. They're mm-hmm. all on the up. Um, I think you know you can maybe point well, the to the like, Wizards. Sure, yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. a good point. You can point to maybe like one or two teams in each conference that's going to be trying to tank, mm-hmm. and obviously over the course of the season, that changes. Right, Like Mm -hmm. teams realize, well, we're actually not this good. Maybe we go towards the bottom in the second half, like the Blazers did this past year. But all these teams are getting better. And so, again, going back to the thing of parity, yes, you're maybe not like so far behind some of these other teams and you've shown you can compete with them. Mm -hmm. But it's not like it's getting any easier. And so I think that's where the frustration was last summer. Again, I really want to credit AK for doing a fantastic job bringing in Two really high-level role players that will help them win games next year. But I don't think that necessarily like precludes them from trying to do even more right. to try to improve. And I think that's where it just seems like they've kind of fallen a little bit short in that like they're not they're not like always willing to take the big swings. I mean, you look at the Celtics, they traded the heart and soul of that team, Marcus Smart, mm-hmm. to try to bring in a player that could be a boom, could be a bust. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're taking constant steps to try to win the championship. Um, again, they are a higher-level team. Yeah, The Bulls are out of that range. But, like, very much. So it's high. an example of teams taking risks, mm-hmm. breaking up a core that they know works to try to get better. I think it's always about just trying to get better. Mm-hmm. And maybe this was the only way they could do that this year. Again, I don't want to crush AK because I think – in a lot of ways, it's just semantics. And I also think he did a really good job bringing in guys. I want to keep saying that because I know the comments are going to hate me for being negative. But I think you just, you have to be constantly looking to improve.
2: Careful, Will. You don't want to go the other direction too far and be too forgiving to AK because <laughs> then you're going to get heat from the other side from the Bulls fans who think AK has an IQ of negative <laughs> six. Um, I'm just trying to be fair. Right. Right. Speaking, no, just of, just speaking you, of being fair, <laughs> Adam be Hurley me. in the comments, what do the Bulls even do in free agency? Nothing. Don't be an idiot. Don't be a gaslighting idiot. Don't spread misinformation to make your fellow Bulls fans as dumb as you are. Damn. Signing Tory Craig and Javon Carter are two things that are not nothing. If you have legitimate valve complaints about the Bulls not doing enough or the specific things you wanted mm-hmm. in this offseason free agency period, fine. Then express those opinions in ways that – aren't nonsense that aren't (laughs)
0: bullshit that aren't flat out wrong facts is what he's saying just more facts please speak in facts. that's all he wants that's all he wants just more facts
2: uh all right let's take a break when we come back we will uh touch on the julian phillips contract deets that we got from bobby marks yesterday good news bad news do we like the four-year compared to the two year Mm. throw us your thoughts on that as well in the comments and if you haven't done so yet hit that thumbs up button watch along on youtube we appreciate it helps us out a lot big dave uh Who's next? Pins and Aces. Oh! They do stuff.
0: Woo! And what they do, make that you awesome. kept me golf
2: cool apparel. in Vegas with that they super did.
0: breathable shirt. That is very, very true. Damn, exactly that was comfy. That is true, man. But that gear is made for the GOAT because he's the golfer among us. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a guy who's out there on the links doing his thing. True story. Ty Rose. Um, again, no guts, no glory. Among us. This is Ty Rose, ladies and gentlemen. And so when he's out there doing his thing, he's going to rock the official golf apparel of. All City and C-H-G-O. Because we love our Pins and Aces gear. And he gets tons of compliments of it on and off the course. Family-owned golf apparel business make those amazing polos, the hats, the golf bags, and of course, the Matt Peck beer sleeve where you can fit a sixer and a roadie inside of that joint and then put it in your bag keep your stuff frosty cold for the whole round. Or if you're hanging with us, half that round. So, check out, check out PinsonAces.com and, and use the code CHGO. Get yourself 15% off your first order. And also, here's a little bit of free shipping. Why not? Because you're awesome. Because it's Pens and Aces. Because when you look good, you play good. And when you play good, it's all good. All good. Speaking of which, we have our first CHO golf outing coming up. Yes. I believe. It's happening. The
2: CSGO kickoff classic. Yay! Friday, August 25th at Cog Hill Golf Course. I heard it's nice. Course number two. Brought to you by Pins and Aces, mm. the Big Drive Energy. Mm. For a second, I thought that was Big Dave Energy. And oh. I was like, oh, Big Dave, Same. are you the... Uh, CHGO is official spokesperson oh, for this golf tournament. Are you kidding me? Of course, everything of course about me is. is
0: about that golf life.
2: Also, did you see that we are making a CHGO version of a Pins and Aces shirt?
0: I there? see it now, and I immediately have Greg in my head when I'm the look at CHGO this. mascot. Yes. Nuts <laughs> yes.
2: on a Pins and Aces shirt. Oh uh, yeah! If you sign up and participate with us in this fun CHGO golf kickoff classic, you get a dope Pins and Aces CHGO shirt. Looks dope. Who doesn't dope. want that? Sign up! CHGO kickoff classic. Uh, Today is also brought to you by our friends at Sunnyside. Cannabis Dispensary, your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. It's your one-stop shop for all cannabis needs, and they offer easy online ordering plus in-store pickup, Mm -hmm. an easy errand to add to your day in between any and all of your other various errands in your work life. Order online, pick up in store. Also, they offer their great transparent loyalty rewards program that they call Sunnyside Rewards. What's that? Illinois' favorite dispensary, from the city to the suburbs, from Wrigleyville to River North, Champagne, even Beloit. So, head to your nearest Sunnyside location, get everything you need, get everything you want, try a bunch of... Different things. They've got tinctures. They've got flour. For those of you tinctures. who are old school, I'm still a little bit old school myself. But I'm you? getting. You? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I am getting a little bit more into the gummies and the edibles these days. Nice. Good news, gummies. They offer those at Sunnyside locations. Mm. Delicious little tangerine flavored gummies. Man, I I had one. Actually, I cut one in half and had one when I got when we got Ooh. back from our Vegas cut it in half. return flight uh-huh. uh, on Tuesday night. Uh huh. <sighs> Set you off right. Treated me perfectly right. Wonderful to hear. Slept like a baby. Like a baby. Uh, So head to one of your Sunnyside locations or make those orders online. Now through August, head to sunnyside.shop. Use promo code CHGO 25 at checkout for 25% off your total order, one use per customer not stackable with other promotions they may offer mm. but that's not only for new customers everyone and anyone can use our promo code chgo25 pick up everything you need to elevate your summer must be 21 and over or an illinois med card holder weekend mm. is right around the corner right there elevate your summer elevate your weekend mm-hmm. get yourself ready for a sunny side summer friday mm. sunnyside.shop <sighs> Ooh necessary got to have it gotta have it gotta, gotta. Ooh, dude
0: cut a gummy in half. That's a new one for me.
2: Well, yeah. I my, my weed tolerance is not what it once was in ah, my youth. Got you. So like, you know, a little goes a long way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I think I think they're like 10 milligram gummies. Okay. Cut one of those in half, have myself a little fiber.
0: How yeah. did I know he was going to say fiber? fiber and a I knew he was about to say fiber. Look at him, I was like, he's going to say fiber. Going <laughs> from walkie-talkie. <laughs> <laughs> Fiverr in a roadie. Oh man, Fiverr in a roadie. That's is that how you roll? fiver in a roadie. <laughs> Very, all
2: right. Sometimes. All right. Tone Sometimes.
0: <laughs> how do you roll? Big not day? bad, man. Not bad, bro. <laughs> hey, I'm chilling. Uh, always, <laughs> always chilling. Always chilling.
2: Uh, so. All right, guys. With our time remaining, I want and I know will you touch on this with Mark K yesterday. Check out that HQ episode if you have not yet, Bulls fans. After we finish this one, shout out to our guy Mark K. Love him. Um, This uh, tweet from Bobby Marks came while you guys were broadcasting yesterday. So let's touch on it again um, because, Dave, I want to get your thoughts too. This from Bobby Marks late yesterday afternoon. Jillian Phillips becomes the 12th second round draft pick from the 23 drafts out of 13 to sign a four-year contract mm-hmm. here you see the years broken down 1.6 million this upcoming season then 1.9 2.2 2.4 in the fourth and final team option mm-hmm. year the 5.7 million from the first three years in guaranteed money ranks the second among all second round picks mm-hmm. from this draft class what do we think Big Dave, do you like the fact that they signed Phillips to a four-year deal as a second-round pick as opposed to a two-year deal Uh as we simultaneously are wondering what the heck is going on with Io Desumu and that qualifying offer? Are you glad they signed him to four?
0: Yeah. um, I think this is kind of a reflection of the Io contract. You know, they didn't want to put themselves in that position again. Uh, but honestly, when I first look at this, it just amazes me what that CBA has kind of done, you know, for these guys, because we're talking about a second round, you know, draft pick having these negotiations, getting nearly six getting, million yes, guaranteed money. Six mi- that's wild. What a what an amazing time. Congratulations uh, to him, by the way. Uh, I like the team option also uh, that that they have for him, because I believe if they do pick it up, he, be, he is not a free agent. If, he, if that happens.
1: Am I right in this? I'm not sure how this would affect restricted free agency. Okay. My guess is that it would be... I mean, it's a standard rookie deal, so Mm. I I would imagine if they pick up the option that they would have is restricted rights. okay
0: but overall no i like the deal um it shows that they actually have belief in him as well Mm -hmm. uh and what he can do on the floor so it's telling you they're they're investing in him like we'll talk earlier about investing you know in your players like that this is this is what that is financially uh for the team investing in a player even in the second round so yeah i'm okay with it uh because i think julian phillips can play and obviously they think that as well. And they'll think there'll be some growth from him and he's going to get four years to do so here in Chicago.
1: Yeah. And it starts out as cheaper than the standard vet minimum, um, which obviously is great for the Bulls this this year because they're under a bit of a cap crunch. Um, I totally agree. I mean, this is this is a big deal for the second round picks. It's a big mm-hmm. deal for the teams. Now you don't have to dip into a biannual Or to a mid-level exception in order to sign your second round picks there's an exception built in the new cba Mm -hmm. that allows you to sign your second round picks. so they're treating this a little bit more like first round draft picks in years past um and i totally agree with you dave that this is just really good to get a guy locked in on a cheap contract who you can put into your developmental program and who you know is going to be around for at least three years Mm -hmm. um the Bulls have also given out a lot of player options over the past few years to try to get guys to, you know, take a contract with the Bulls. And so to get a team option on this, I think is really good. My guess is that they'll pick that up um, depending on how he performs. But for for that kind of player in year four, making like two and a half $2.2 $2. 2 million, like that could be a real value play for the Bulls. And I think, again, it's all dependent on... What happens with their developmental system? And can they turn this guy into a shooter? Can they mm-hmm. turn him into a high-level role player? Um, can he even step into a bigger role than that? Who knows? Mm-hmm. But I think getting those players locked in longer term is just always going to be really important. And I think it improves the value of those second-round picks when you're able to keep them in your system long-term. Mm-hmm. We saw what happened with Marco. They gave him the three years guaranteed. Mm-hmm. We saw what happened with Io. They only gave him two. To just get this guy locked in, you don't have to like worry about how much of your future exceptions are you dig, dipping into here? It's just like you get them locked in, and that's the end of it. That's it. Uh, we got people chiming in, in the comments on Phillips's contract.
2: Uh, James Andy saying, "I love the four years. Looks like they're learning a lesson with Io. They like him, but don't really want to pay him uh, for good reason." Uh, uh, Demond, meanwhile, saying he thinks this was a smart move by mm-hmm. A.K. and Eversley on Phillips's contract. Dupes saying, I like more control, to be honest. I think it's a good risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jamie Andy saying, it's nothing in today's MVA, Zero risk. I mean, yeah, I think uh, for the most part, we're all in agreement there. Tyson Lyon chiming in. I like Phillips. He's growing faster than P. Will and Dalen Terry. It, it is a very small annual salary that mm-hmm. you're talking about. So mm-hmm. if... Julian Phillips does actually turn into a player that Billy feels comfortable and confident using Mm -hmm. in the back half of the rotation, then that is a very team-friendly contract that he is on. Seriously. And uh, you mentioned the option, Will. I wonder if that was the part that they were hung up on because, you know, as we were sitting there getting ready for the Bulls' first tip-off in Vegas Friday afternoon, and we hear from Bulls PR... Julian Phillips not playing, contract not yet signed. Mm-hmm. We we're like, what? Well, yeah. that kind of came out of nowhere. Seriously. And then he talked about it and told his side of the story after he did play in their second game Saturday, saying, "Ah, just business being business." I do. I am a little bit curious to know which maybe stipulation or detail within this contract. Now that we have all of the details, mm-hmm. was the one that they were maybe hung up on on either side of this negotiation? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's going to be hard to say definitively, but I do think, you know, that that is typically where you start to have some friction i think that's where in the vooch negotiations it was like should we get a team option do we want a player option here and they settled in the middle with no option um so it could be um but i think also like to, to your point dave this is a really good thing for the second round picks too yeah to, to be able to get in there and get guaranteed money for three or four years where now you can like work with a team and develop and try to work your way into the rotation before yeah. hitting the free agent market, as opposed to like bouncing around different G league teams yeah. and, you know, yeah. really having to like scratch and claw your way into a rotation or even onto a G league team. Yeah. Um, I think this is really good for both parties. So they should both be happy with it. Um, obviously the team option is good for team control. And when, when I, or I don't know if I would speak for you guys too, but like when I talk about these things from a cat perspective, I'm talking about it from the bulls perspective of mm. like, how do we, You know, how do we sign team-friendly contracts? Where can we find value? How do Mm -hmm. we, you know, get the most out of our money in certain situations? And I think this is – I mean, if you're going to invest two future draft picks uh, in the second round to get this kid, Mm -hmm. then you better find a way to lock him up. And so I think they did (laughs) a good job to do that. That's true. Uh, Speaking of the Bulls young guys contracts,
2: I saw uh, our pal Anthony in the comments asking, did Dale sign for two or four Dalen's a 4, I believe. I believe Dalen was is. Uh,
1: yeah, first round pick, so he's yeah, 4, yep.
2: right, right. Dalen signed a 4-year deal. Mm-hmm. Um 50, 4 years, 15.4 club options, uh including next uh including this upcoming se- well, so obviously club option has been picked up for this upcoming season where Dalen will make 3.35 million dollars. Uh couple more comments and then we can get out of here. Um Antoine Johnson saying, "Very smart move. I like JP a lot. I have a good feeling about that kid. I mean, I definitely did not like what I saw in his first summer league action. Mm-hmm. Give him a pass. Sure. First NBA G uh, windy, or first NBA summer league game mm-hmm. jitters, whatever that might be. Yeah, I liked what we've seen from him collectively. Yeah. over their third and fourth summer league games. No, without I question. feel like there is serious potential." With Julian Phillips. What do we think about JP as a nickname? That's the first time I've, I've seen uh, mm-hmm. Julian Phillips shortened to JP.
0: I mean, I don't hate it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Call him what you feel, man. You know, call him JP. I'm Is with that. our initials a nickname? I don't think no. so, Yeah, I would say no. I think so. You're like DT, well, that's a nickname. So DT I, I,
2: is I a nickname. don't know. I see a lot of Bulls fans in the comments today and over you know the last while we've been talking Come about him LD. a lot because of summer league, <laughs> calling Dalen DT. That's not, I don't know if that's, that's not a nickname. Your initials. That's not, just initials. Makes it a nickname. Oh uh, well, yeah, that's true. Is a nickname. Yeah. Will Large is obsessed with calling Big Dave LD
0: for Large David. Yeah, man.
1: I was just telling him that. I literally was just saying that to him. So, yeah, I was just saying But, like, that's a nickname, whereas, like, DT is just Dale and Terry. Yeah. But, like, The Paw, that's a nickname. Right. It's a nickname, Yeah. Basketball reference will tell us. Basketball reference will tell basketball
0: you. Basketball reference will tell us. It, stay
1: tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Let's yes.
2: see. Does Julian Phillips basketball reference page have <laughs> any
1: listed <laughs> nicknames yet? Let's see. Oh, that Just was uh, awesome. We need Stacy King to come up with something quick. I think he, that's really He is good. the nicknaming um, king.
0: He is. He, he will give somebody one.
1: Yes. Shout out to him. Let's uh, get him on the pod and see if he has anything.
0: We should that's get him. Question. Yeah. 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 Uh, no,
2: no nicknames listed yet for Julian Phillips on okay. basketball All reference. Right. Stacey, which, be on it. Doesn't necessarily mean anything because, as we were descri- uh, d- discussing earlier before we went live, some of those basketball reference nicknames, you're mm. like, I've literally never heard that player been called that before. Quiet man, ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Quiet man. Quiet. Shout well, out maybe, to R.
1: Lewis. Maybe the the new segment should be, I say a nickname from a random player, and you have to guess. If we have to guess, 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 guess which player, player it is? is. All right. As opposed to the other way around. Yeah. Okay. I, I like, like it. it.
2: I like it. That. We get we can do that in August and September when things get real quiet around here, and we're we'll still bringing you all five shows a week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of which, that's it for today. We will be back tomorrow. Dave and I have one more show for you guys tomorrow will is off thank you to him and mark for doing our immediate post vegas episode yesterday i was sawing logs um go check out that episode Easy if you haven't sleep. listened to it New yet generation and uh <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow afternoon i believe we are four thirty central time tomorrow nice uh to round out the week thank you to our friend and our producer sarah for rocking with us today pleasure sarah. as always Sarah. Hey, and Mama, uh, sarah. uh you can follow Will on Twitter at Will underscore Gottlieb. Big Dave is at Bao B W L Sports on Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Mm-hmm. Hit that thumbs up on your way out if you haven't yet. Also, click that subscribe button if you aren't yet subscribed to the CHGO Sports YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you, Bulls Nation. Thanks for tuning in. We will talk to you tomorrow. See Red. Be good.
0: Peace.